This is WSN. Love it or leave it. The underdog's on top, and you can either agree or disagree with her. But either way, the tribe is all here. This is a tribe called Chess. You can call the show anytime at 855-77-WYLDE. That's Super Bowl. Well, no, no shit. But like, what are you excited? Like, I know you were looking up different artists to go see. Who are we going to see? What? Like, oh, come on, guys. Just the plan is that there's no plan. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not even starting with a plan. No. I always start with a plan, and I'm okay if everything no. goes. The no. plan was. The plan went askew when the Ravens didn't make the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the original plan. All right. So who are we taking, guys? Ah. Uh, no time for hesitation. Kelsey all the way. Yeah. Thank you. You're forgiven. You're forgiven for how you trash. Kelsey all the way. Well, we know who I'm taking. Daddy. Bay. All the way. I'm afraid to say because the jinx, but I'm going to go with the Chiefs also. Yeah. Chiefs all the way. You know they're the underdogs. I, I mean, last time I saw they were like two and a half point underdogs. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, the Niners have been a better team all around all year. Yeah. So, but I, I think... I think, again, I'll go back to what I said with the Ravens game, yeah. is that 
you know, the Chiefs have the experience with the pressure. Yeah. Uh, to watch those guys out there, I've been watching all the pregame stuff via TikTok, um, the, the things they do, you know, the pre-Super Bowl, whatever you call it. And um, they, they're just so relaxed and so in their zone and comfortable. Sorry, oh, she has a lot to say. Um, so I, I think they have the advantage there. I think I want to put some money down on the Chiefs. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah. if they lose, ah, uh, because who knows my jinx stuff always. Well, then I don't know. say it. <laughs> Jeff, Canniford, who are you taking? You can be a one-word answer. It's fine. Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, Chiefs. Thank you. Daddy. Jeff will 49ers. Go I knew it. Jeff, oh, I knew oh, it. Oh, <laughs> is there a reason wow. you're going with the 49ers? Like, is that being your team or you like the Bro, players? No. Uh, I think Kyle Shanahan deserves it. Yeah. Yeah, he's that's an true. unbelievable coach. He is an unbelievable. I, Seems I like kind of a jerk, but a great coach. I think Jeff, you and I talk about how we great leaders sometimes come off wrong, but yeah. they're just being honest. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, do great sure. friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll see after Sunday, and then there'll be no football. Like I'm like, oh god. I know. But then that means summer 2024 is and on deck. That means the Copa America is going to be starting oh, that's too. Right. Oh, are you talking about the soccer's? Yes. Yeah, the soccer's. Oh, the I forgot soccer's. about that. Yay. Yeah. And they already announced like where the games are going to be at. Isn't there stuff here? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, the closest I... one is Jersey, I think. Jersey. Yeah. That, I sent you a meme of them getting off the the players getting off the game in Jersey. Oh yeah. Jersey <laughs> the... and going where? Where am I? What? Yeah. The Europeans. <laughs> the Europeans going to one yes, of the stadiums and be like, "What going, is this? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Joe Pesci saying, yeah. "What the? <laughs> what is this? Why are we here?" So. Uh, speaking of Super Bowl, I want to give a shout out to this kid. I don't know if you guys have been watching the pre the press interviews. Um, Jeremiah Fennel. Have you guys seen him? Anybody? He's 11 nope. years old. He is. It's hard enough as as a reporter and press person. I don't know what all those people are called to get. Um, you know, interview journalist interviews. Anyway, media right? members. Media members. There we go. And this kid is one on one with Holmes. One-on-one with Travis Kelsey. One-on-one with the best of the best commentators. I haven't seen all his interviews. The poise, the questions, the knowledge, it's stunning, and it should be a reminder that if you put in the work, that you can do anything because this 11-year-old is a better reporter. Have you seen him on the TikTok? I have no idea who you're talking about. You have to look him up. Um, He now has access, and here's the coolest thing. He said... And I, I don't want to misquote the story. His mom got sick. And he's like, I'm not wasting a minute of my time not making my parents proud because my mo- it was the worst two months of my life when, it, when my mom got sick. Wow. So I want to make them proud. And I was just like, whoa. Like, what a thing for an 11-year-old to say, Jeff. Yeah, you know that we have someone around D.C. that's like that, mm. that was a child prodigy in broadcasting. Do I know him? Uh, Grant Paulson from I know the 1067 The Fan. I know the name. Was he I like first that? saw him on uh, David Letterman Stop. years and years ago. He was probably like around 11-ish. Well, he's well, he he at 11. He's now and he's in his 30s. <laughs> oh, wow. He's, he's very, very good. Yeah, he's um, got that talk show, uh, yeah. sports talk. But he got started uh, when he was a little kid like that and was on David Letterman several times. And it's just so. He was like just a prodigy. Cool. It's pretty awesome. It's so impressive, and it's I just it kicks me in the ass when I get scared of whether chasing my dreams with this or th- being creative and being afraid to put something out there. And I'm like, here's an 11 year old that 
just says, okay. And granted, sometimes the world has not tainted you when you were a kid. But to have this self-awareness say, I'm not wasting any more time not to make my parents proud, I thought was impressive. Yeah. Um, you know. And just, obviously, obviously, he's talented. Oh, so. you have to go look him up. He's <clears throat> yeah. on Instagram, Facebook, Jeremiah Fennel. I just had to give him a shout-out because, wow, what amazing. He impressed you. He did. He really did. Um, and then we'll get to Travis and Taylor because that's that's another discussion. <laughs> um, but then um, we had the so we're all taking the treats. We know I love Daddy. Yeah. I've called it from day one. Travis, Travis, not winning the Super Bowl. Just how much I adore him. And then it it catapulted into the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. Travis, just so you know, did an interview this week um, with in the pre Super Bowl, and he basically said. I really did not think it would work. I did not think she would call me. And I thought that, did you see that? I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah you it sent me the clips. It was the cutest yeah. thing. How did he shoot a shot? He Remember, he wanted to give her the bracelet, and then on the New Heights podcast, he said she doesn't see people before the show. And so Erin, uh, Aaron, whatever her name is, the reporter lady, uh-huh. I can't think of her last name. Sorry, Erin. Um, she said, Taylor, you really need to talk to him. And yeah. Wow. So he shot his shot through the New Heights podcast because she wouldn't see anybody before the show because she saves her voice. She doesn't talk to anybody. Uh-huh. Yeah, so really cool. Um, so I thought that was really cool, the things he said um, about the new album and all that. But moving on, the Grammys were also this weekend. The Grammys, yeah. That was, I didn't watch the award shows in years. What a kick-ass Grammys. I made you get on there and watch. Yeah, I, saw, I saw for a little bit. I, and, I saw a lot of the clips. I totally forgot it was the Grammys. Well, I'll tell you. Um, my favorite performance, uh, obviously Miley Cyrus was incredible, winning her first Grammy, coming out with that Tina Turner vibe, so in her zone. You know what I was wondering? What she reminded me of the way she looked. She it was, said, is that a Tina Turner? Yeah, yeah. she she uh, she just she's phenomenal. She's so in her zone, so owning herself, so in her I don't give a fuck era. She's just way before me. Like I wish I had gotten at that age. But um, well, she looks like a, I mean, she to me, she looks like a woman now. She's awesome. Like she's like that. She's like at that peak, where she's like mm-hmm. doesn't look you know like a young young lady. She yeah. looks like a like a woman. She's awesome. She has people's backs. If you listen to her talk, she's just she's authentic. My favorite performance, and she won as well, was Billie Eilish, the Barbie song. Oh, Billie Eilish. Uh, I always forget what the bar- Barbie song's called. Seeing Lana Del Rey, I was sad she got chipped again. Um, Lana Del Rey's been such a huge influence to music and never won a Grammy. So that that kind of stunk, but Taylor brought them on stage because Tay-Tay won Album of the Year and made history four-time winner. Um, and who else did I want to give mention to? Oh, big shout-out to Annie Ray from Annandale High School, who is the orchestra director and created the uh, orchestra not only for everyone but she specializes in kids with learning disabilities oh. she won a grammy for edge uh educator music educator of of the year like that, oh, was, that's what that was she won a grammy and she's from annandale high school and i watched a clip and how passionate she is about the kids uh, and cool. she had selfies with merle streep was at the grammys uh taylor swift like all these people i'm like how cool is that yeah, right yeah yeah so awesome. fairfax county big ups we got people winning Grammys, Northern just rubbing arms with the with the celebs out there. So it was cool. Um, what was your? Did you see any of it? Um, I saw 
Tracy Chapman performed oh, yeah. Fast Car. Yeah. That, I, I've always loved that song. I have that written down. And then he did it with the, I, I don't know the country singer guy's name. Luke, uh, it was Luke. Uh, oh, gosh, I wrote Luke. I can't remember. Brian? Luke Brian, maybe? I might be wrong, guys. I'm not a huge country person. What a nice guy. Did yeah. you see the backstory of why? I, I didn't see why, but then I know he won an award, right? I think he did, and yeah. I, but I thought his speech was great because he was like, I'm 30-something I never thought I'd get this far, and I just started. So, you know, doesn't matter what age you're at. If you have a dream, go after it. You can still reach it no matter what. I was like, that's a cool dude right there. A hundred percent. And um, I think anybody who has a dream, remember, Martha Stewart didn't start her company <clears> until <throat> 50. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, think about that. 50 years old, and look at her success. Colonel Sanders was in his 50s also. Yeah, I mean... I sometimes get down on myself because I will be 49 in March, and I'm like, are you joking yourself, Jessica? And then I'm like, shit, I have time left. I want it to be fun, and I want to chase whatever I want or just have a good time. I mean, you never know what opportunities are going to come, you know, when they're going to come by. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing something you're passionate about, it just makes life super fulfilling. So yeah. I agree with you. Jelly Roll was really awesome to see. I had no idea uh, Bunny XO is his wife. Is that how you say it? And um, she took a picture of him and Taylor. I guess he's had a crush on Taylor for a while, and he was just so happy. He is the nicest human. <laughs> I love Jelly Roll. Are you a fan? No. Okay, you don't even I, know I'm what I'm talking a, about. Oh, my God. I was trying to play it off. I was like, no, I, don't, I can't do this one. I'm not, a, I'm not a big awards show watcher. I'm not either anymore, but um, I watched to see if Taylor would make history, watch her get the two Grammys, yeah. and was very impressed, I think, because their ratings have just sucked. You know, that's why I started watching when you, when, you, when you texted me. Yeah. And I put it, I literally put it on right there, and it was, you know, Taylor was on. Yeah, we were busy trying to solve yeah. a murder. <laughs> we were watching God, True Detective, stupid. everybody. So, uh, and then the sad news about Toby Keith yeah. uh, passing at 62 <sighs> of stomach cancer. Just super sad. And, um, I mean, to see anyone pass, period, is sad. Uh, um, at that age, and the talent, and the influence on so many people in music. Also, uh... Apollo Creed. Apollo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. What was his name? I, I can't even think of his name. You know how I am. I always forget. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. I only grew up watching him. I know. But, yeah, that was you shocking. You felt your knees and, like, cried for a second when you heard. Yeah, that was. Yeah. yeah I saw I saw that goodbye. Um, yeah, it's sad. I mean, I had one girl say, I'm just so sad. He was my first country album, country artist. I'm a WMZQ festival. I love I love to go to any festival, right? Yeah, yeah. I might not know the music, but I'll join in. I'm an old school country. Not as much a Toby fan, but he was a great human and the influence he had on people. Um, you know, it's it's sad when you lose somebody. I'm like, you don't have to know a person to mourn their passing if they influenced you or their music. You go back to a place in time and life, a memory or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so very sad and, and sorry for the country music community, his family, and, you know, his friends. Um, and so to I, the Big Solo Cup industry yeah. taking a hit. Yeah, Big Solo Cup. <laughs> that was his song, Big yeah. Solo Cup. My, it, wasn't it My Solo Cup? No, Big Solo Cup. Big Solo Cup. Yeah, big Solo, solo cup. cup. I'll fill Where you up. Let's have a party. party. <laughs> Let's get it started. That's the reason. I heard that song. And that's the reason I roll my eyes at country music, because to me, every country song is that song. I like, I got friends in low places. Oh, and I like to the train. I like old country. I like Rascal Flats a lot. I do. Uh, that's the one genre I'm not. I do. I like, 
Oh, no, I love Dolly. Yeah. And Kenny Rogers back in the day. I guess, I mean, I guess, that is, I guess that's country. No. no. No, I'm not a fan. Too poppy? I'm just not a fan of him. Of who? Billy Ray Cyrus. That's the one song. That's the only one song I, I love. <laughs> Breaking like, Heart. Yeah, Aiki Breaking yeah. Heart. Tell my heart. Yeah. I think they played that out at O'Toole's Jeff back in the day. Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> but I never saw. Oh yeah. You remember that? Over and over. Over. Along with Macarena. Macarena. <laughs> what are the, of the other two? Right uh, and with that Cotton Eye Joe. Road recently. Cotton Eye Joe. I can yeah. do. We're trying I, the Mac, but that's turn. what. <laughs> what is ahead, John, what? He, was, he was on that uh, little Nas X Old Town Road. That was like his latest, like yeah. bumping. Uh, oh yeah, 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 everyone was like, "Little Nas X is in country, yeah. Yeah. country, etc." I think it's great when genres yeah. cross over because yeah. it brings attention to both genres. It's it's kind of like Taylor Swift and football. We wouldn't have all these fans if they didn't. That doesn't happen. I Different mean, scenario. I get it, but it's crossover. I like when uh, Nelly. Who was Nelly, John? And. Uh, Nelly did a song with uh, Tim McGraw. Yeah, Tim McGraw. Um, oh, I love big, that song. That was a good song. Flow Rider. Yep. Over and over again. Yeah. Flow Rider. Oh, that's yeah. Right. I mean, I remember, I guess. Florida Georgia Line. I got it over and over again. I guess some of the country artists that I've listened to, I just never thought they were country. Like Faith Hill, I Tim McGraw. But, but they were they I were guess smart, it was a crossover. They were smart business them, right? people because they yeah. crossed over. I think, I always say, think with a smart business sense. Like. Yeah. I have this conversation. You got to think, you got to take your emotions out of it and think with business. Like, if you want to survive, you know, do the crossovers. Yeah. It's like having many streams of income. Yeah. Like Justin same. Timberlake did that song with Chris Stapleton. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. That was a great song, too. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. Sorry. Very sad. Country. No, no, no. Just very <laughs> sad. And then I was talking, I think Frankie, I had heard some girls talking about some girls, and we had talked about this before on the show. And it kind of blends in with uh, Tay-Tay and all that. You know what I hate? Mean girling. Yeah. I, I, I cannot stand it. Now, there is a difference between chicks calling another chick or their friend and being like, hey, you know, I just need to vent about this person. Uh. But when you are straight up dogging other <laughs> women, ma- making up stories you may or may not know are true or just trashing them and tearing them apart, guess who looks bad? You. Yeah. Because what Susie says about Sally says more about Susie than Sally. And I'm just, like, so over it. I'm like, please, ladies, stop talking so much shit about each other. I can't stand it. I agree. I I have to get up from the table. You know, again, it's okay to vent to to your friends. Everybody, we're all in our friends, and, like, everybody gets on your nerves, and you got to go vent, and then you come back together. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm so over it, dude. I can't even sit at the table. That's age. I'm like, I'm just out. <laughs> I'm just out. Yeah, it's it's just that it feels like when women do it, it feels like just like a whole other level of mean. You know, it's just, uh, it's, oof, it's so harsh. Oh, women, when they are harsh, they're harsh. And I, uh, I mean, Cardi B, I know people go back and forth with Cardi B, but I put a thing up today that she was like, I'm really sad because, and you know, she's going through all this stuff with her ex-husband, husband, whatever. And I put up the thing, and it said she's like, I'm sad because the same women are saying, you know, have each other's back, preaching feminism and all that are the ones making the nastiest, nastiest comments. And I'm like, she's right. She's right. Women are the first to say let's take each other's back. And then the first, it's like to trash other women. Now, when men attack (sighs) us, 
Women all have each other's back, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like, because we're like a little small the, army. Like, uh. but that's that saying. What is it? Uh, my friends. What is it? Something my. my What's en- enemies? It was like these. Who, I have. who needs friends when? No, no, no. The enemy. The friend of my enemy the is enemy my. Of my friend is my friend. No, I always twist all the. I know comments, the sayings. Yeah, it's like when someone's your enemy, like. You know the what? enemy of my enemy is my friend. There you go. Yeah. Is that the same? Does it go like that? The Jeff will enemy, probably know. Jeff, what's it go like? That's exactly what it is. I can't hear you. Julio got it right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Okay. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Is my friend. Because you both hate the same person. Oh. Okay. So, like you said, so when a when a guy attacks a woman, then the women like get together, right, yeah. to defend each other. Yeah. But then when it's like woman on woman, oof. Which goes back to again. Once again, all week, shade being thrown at Taylor. It didn't matter if she moved left, right, didn't say hi to Celine enough, who has stiff person syndrome, and they were told not to hug her. Okay, let's let's start there. And then announcing her album, Hell Yes, yeah. coming out April 19th, uh, Dead Poets Department, or Deb, yeah, Dead Poets Department, right? I think that's what it's called. So, okay, back to what you were saying. Somebody, it's mean girling. Somebody had said, like, somebody was saying, like, let somebody else win, right? Like, as you won, like, for the fourth time. I'm sorry I'm so damn talented. <laughs> I know, and it's like, it's not like she's the one that decided, like, you know. She just writes her songs, puts an album out there, but people love it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. She, she said on stage last night in Tokyo, because I'm the person who got up at the crack and watched the show live from Tokyo. <laughs> she's sending me screenshots. Look, she's at Tokyo. She's not so great. Well, because one of the influencers, Chris Olson on TikTok, he's a huge influencer. He was at the Grammys at, with uh, Alex Earl, and he was there yeah. live, second row. And I'm just like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> but Taylor said, I love to do this. People keep asking me why I keep putting out so much music. I love it. I hope I can always do it. Look, I don't care if you're us or, uh, you know, at that level of stardom. And, and it's a different world. Fame is a different world, right? Or you're wherever you work. If you out, if someone outworks you, and keeps thinking of new ideas, I don't care if you're in business or have your own business, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. If you you have to outwork, outcreate, out hustle, outthink. You're own you're only to blame. She is a phenomenon. She's an icon, and you know, too bad. Do better. Do better. I don't know what to say to somebody that says that. Let somebody else win. That's not the way the four. <laughs> okay, I mean, is that what we should say to the Chiefs this weekend? You've won what? What is this? Be five or am I three and five years? Three and five years. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So should we tell the Chiefs let someone else win? Well, that meme. Remember that? Who just sent me that meme where the first time the Chiefs were uh, they were playing? Um, I don't know. If they were playing the Patriots in the in the AFC Championship, right? Yeah. And the, the Patriots. Beat the Chiefs, yeah, um, and they were like, "Oh, they were cheering for the Chiefs to beat them because everybody was tired of the Patriots, right?" Yeah, so oh, then, me too. So then the Chiefs, started, <laughs> now the Chiefs started winning, and then he sent me that meme where it says, "You know, when you live long enough to become the what was that saying again?" Oh, you <laughs> either die uh, a legend or live long enough to become the enemy. This was like either yeah. die a hero or be or yeah. live long enough to become the the enemy. Yeah. The same something like that. You You're know. full of philosophy and like, I know, what I the fuck? <laughs> no, but that's what happens. It's like it's like people people we had this discussion when people talk about winners, they they encourage you to be a winner, to be successful. Yeah. But then when you're like killing it and 
Oh, like, really, like, just always amazing a piece. It's like, okay, like, you're winning too much. <laughs> it's like, the more you, know, you like, I mean, hell? anybody who's been successful, if you read or just try to level up as a person, it becomes a very lonely place because it, that's exactly a, what happens. Um, people want, act like they want to see you win, but when they win, they can't stand to see you win. Um, and at the end of the day, everybody has a different skill set. We all have different talents and capitalize on yours yeah. or go out and whatever that is for you instead of comparison. Comparison, I heard this today. Uh, God, what was it? Is the, is the thief of all joy. Mm. Is the thief of all joy. And I'm guilty of comparing myself all the time. But the truth is I'm only ever going to be me. Okay. I'm going to remember that saying and then say it wrong. I didn't say it. <laughs> I I think it was uh, it was one of the presidents, Roosevelt. It was Roosevelt that said that. A little education there, Frankie. You know what? I got a solution for all these angry people. Everybody, when we're angry. Get laid. Every, yep, that's exactly right. Go out and have some more sex, <laughs> some <laughs> sensual sex with your with your committed partner. Because if I say anything different, I'm going to get attacked. Just, but, just go get laid. People that are having sex are much happier people. <laughs> but not too much. Not too much sex. Yeah, exactly. Not too much. Why? What's no, because we're saying like, we, that's what we're saying. When you can't be don't too, be too good at the yeah. sex. That's what you need. Oh, to say. okay. You can't be too much of a winner. Jeff, don't you agree with me? More sex is always an acceptable answer to solve our problems. Acceptable. Oh, Jeff's not even listening to me at this point. <laughs> he's thinking of all the sex he's had. He's look at all these the two. They look like they're in a halo on t- uh, in the screen. <laughs> I'm here in the background, and <laughs> and, and then John kisses him. <laughs> Oh, I love them. I love them. But anyway, so yes, have more sex, everybody. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get... We're just trying to figure out how to monetize this thing. Are, are, don't you agree that having more sex is the answer to all, all problems? Absolutely. <laughs> there you go. I knew Jeff would back me on that one. Um, okay. So you and I were also talking a little bit this week about... We see this on Facebook all the time. We said we touched on it briefly because it's something you brought to my attention. I see it all the time. I don't want to stay long on it, but you were talking about something about friends and business. Oh yeah, you know people always post on their. Um, I don't. I don't want to say complain, but they they're always uh, annoyed with the fact that you know they start the little business or they start, you know, they want to get their stuff out there, promote it, and they're always saying like, why can't friends, you know, support friends' businesses? They'll go out there and they'll buy stuff from nobody they know, support them. But then when you're out there trying to do something, you know, friends don't support you. I'm a two-way street on this. Um, what about you, Julio? Oh, I mean, I'll support, you know, anything I feel has a chance of making it. <laughs> that sounds right. That is okay. So you support know. a winning cause. If the business is going to succeed, I'm mean, supporting it. But if, if it's like a, a bad idea, like, no. Has like zero motivation. Says I'm going to start my business. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. So I, that my take is this: I absolutely support my friends in business. Right? I whether that's clubs in DC, it would be you, Jeff, what, what, whoever that is. I'm supporting. I also realize the person behind the business. I'm not going to support a friend like you're saying. If, if I know they're they're not disciplined, committed, they're not going to follow through, so on and so forth, because I'm referring that most likely to another friend or, or uh, you know, 
somebody I work with, whatever that is, if somebody needs me. So I, I won't do that. So make sure that, you know, you are those things. And if, if you are those things, of course I'm going to support oh, you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so the second thing is I, I, I see a lot of this where I can kind of agree with the person that said this to you, Frankie. It's not hard with the world of digital social media to share your friend's business, their whatever it is, their podcast, right? Uh, the Salisbury Center, things about the studio, events going on, w- whatever that is. Um, and people don't do it. And I think because they're embarrassed or it's their name or, you know, so on and so forth. I'm like, why? Look, it's back in the day it was word of mouth and advertising, which it still is. But we have the ability to to be so helpful to our friends if we know there's the, they're the discipline motivated, they're going to follow through on the job. Or, hey, you know what? Jess is starting this podcast. She asked me to share it. I will. I can tell you who did and who didn't in the beginning. Now it's different, right? I'm not mad, but it would have been so easy, and I didn't understand why. You know what I mean? So I get it. Um, I also understand not wanting to mix business all the time. But but like all relationships, you need to communicate up front. Like when I do my other job for a friend, I communicate up front. And if I don't feel like it's a good fit or they're going to get too off hinge and it's going to hurt the friendship – I'm like, look, let me recommend you to so-and-so. I mean, I think there's just, when I thought back on it, there's so many different ways now that you can support a friend's business, right? Before, maybe back in the day, it was like maybe spend money at their place, right? But now there's different ways to do it. Social media says, you know, hey, can you push, can you share a like, right? Mm -hmm. Can you like my thing so it helps my business? Can you refer me to somebody? Right. Right? Can you... You know, we have friends that have restaurants, clubs, that we'll go over there, we'll party, we'll spend money there, right? Yeah. That way, uh, maybe if they have a clothing line, we'll try their clothes out. So there's different ways to do it. I'm just, a, the way that I think it's like, if I start a business, if I have a business, which I mean, obviously I do, I don't put it on my friends to have the responsibility to help me be successful. But I think you're mixing responsibility with being successful. Look, <laughs> The more I mean, I'm not gonna take it personal if you smart don't businesswoman and if I ask you, could you share my podcast? Could you share this? It's free, it's a share. And without look, it okay, like I'm not putting the responsibility, it's a share to get more exposure. If somebody has a landscaping business and I know they've worked really hard and they're about to share they they're really trying to pop off, absolutely I'm sharing it. Or maybe I network it on my other company's page because there's a lot of people that could do it. Why wouldn't I do that for them? It's not a responsibility. It takes literally less than 10 seconds. Yeah, sharing in that way, I agree. That's easy. Nobody's putting responsibility. If somebody's getting mad at you for not constantly talking about their business, and I don't want to stay on this, it's that that might be different. No, I was referring to more like supporting like monetarily, (laughs) like with money. Like, hey, you know, like. I mean, spend some money at my at my restaurant. Like you eat everywhere else, but you don't come eat at my place. That's not a good business model if you don't, because the answer is always no if you don't ask. And so, any successful person puts it out there and says, "Come eat at my place." If if they get mad at you, then whatever. That's between you and them. But they're a dumb business person if they don't ask you to come use the service they're trying to provide. 
that, that that's just not. No, good no, I'm not saying then. don't ask. All I'm saying is don't get upset if I don't go to your place. I mean. Yeah, it, I, I guess it depends. I, I, I mean, I, I don't see a problem if somebody opens a new restaurant. That sounds more personal, bro. They want to see you there. They don't care about anybody else. They want to see you there. Well, not only. <laughs> you got to remember, smart people ask people that are networked. I yeah. get asked all the time to share businesses because I'm very networked in my other job, in this, in social circles, in all kinds of stuff. So people come, hey, Jess, can you share this? Do you mind? Because they know with my network it reaches this many and this many, and that's smart. Yeah, no, see, I agree with that. That's fine. I don't mind the asking, you know, if somebody approaches. What I what bothers me is just because you ask, and if don't get upset if I don't do it. Right. You know, you can ask, but don't take it personal if I don't. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> so don't mix pleasure <laughs> with business. I disagree. It just depends. It's yeah, I mean, everything is just has to be balanced, you know. It's just like anything else. You got to just kind of gauge if you're like if like I said, I'll kind of communicate to someone if I don't think it's a good fit, I'll refer them to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I think it's smart. And like what, just said, you know, you got to shoot your shot, man. It's, it's always no if you don't ask. <laughs> the answer is always no if you don't ask. That's true. Yeah, it's always no. The times I've been lost sales when I didn't go to the door because I or lost left money on the table. Is because I didn't ask or I didn't I didn't explore I didn't probe with further questions and that's just that was stupid of me. Yeah. Somebody else came in and sold that shit and I lost out on a lot of money sometimes. So, what do you got for me? I hope it's not this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back. To, no, I'm kidding. I, I would kill you, like no. literally kill you. What would you do if I forgot my question, Jess? I, I would no. That's the, that's the question. <laughs> Now, uh, Jess, how do you handle FOMO? Would you like to tell the audience what <laughs> FOMO is for those of, I know, but not everybody knows acronyms? Fear of missing out. <laughs> I feel like we're in grade school. Fear of missing out. Um, so you faked on plans and now you regret it. I think, fo I think FOMO changes with age. I Wait, think, can, I, can I answer for you? Yeah. I don't ever you know miss she, out. You know how she deals with it? Frankie, make sure you send me videos, pictures, <laughs> call me, you <laughs> FaceTime me. That's true. That's true. So I don't get FOMO much anymore. Mm. Like, I used to get major FOMO. I think you got to know where your <clears throat> FOMO is based. So with Frankie, what he's talking about is Nora Impure, where I was very upset that I missed that show. There's a long story there. Mm. <laughs> I was not happy. Post-surgery Jess, too? It was post-surgery Jess, and yes. Anyway, moving on from that. So anyway, I did ask Frankie. I love Nora and Pure. To be, and I was like, I bummed I can't go, but I couldn't. I forget what I was doing. Yeah. And I asked him to send me a bunch of pictures, videos. If your fear of missing out, and I've talked to my younger girlfriends about this, is based off of I'm not validated if I'm not there. Mm. And therefore, I'm losing clout within a social circle or my friends or this or that, which I experienced in my 20s and 30s as well. Then, then you got to check yourself and know that the party will still be the party the next weekend. The same people will be. You might miss out on DJ, and that's situational. Yeah. Um, but I had to learn to go, I, nobody's going to not want me around or forget about me if I'm not an event. Half the time, they're... They're going to be hammered. They're not even going to know I wasn't or was there. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I don't get FOMO unless it's really situational and like the the, the DJ or I had plans and for some ungodly reason because I'm usually pretty committed. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't get FOMO and I just always worry for the my young girlfriends. I think it more comes with girls um, where they feel they have to validate through going out. And it's very normal. That's very normal. I'm not dogging at because I, me too. <laughs> I was there too. Yeah. Um, you, do you deal with it a certain way? I used to, but now it's like you don't give a shit. And now at this point, it's like eh, you know I decide not to go. It's, it's, yeah, it is what I'm, it is. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. You? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I used the, the only times that I really was annoying for me is was when um when two events came up at the same yeah. time because there's nothing I could do about it. And that's right? situational yeah. too. Yeah, situational. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't never like oh my god, like my friends are gonna forget about me. They're not gonna invite me or. You no. know, or I can't have, you know, you I can't, everybody else is having fun and I'm not. You need to get different friends yeah. if that's happening. <laughs> no, no, I was like, oh, yeah, no, it was never like that. It was mainly like. But I've been left out. That sucks. Yeah, it's only, FOMO was, to me was only when it was two events yeah. or two things I really wanted to do. And I and they just, you know, I couldn't like, even go for a little bit here or there. It's like I would just miss it out completely. Yeah. That's the only times that I I'd had FOMO. Yeah, I'm situational. If it's a DJ or I, pool parties, I always like, oh, because yeah. <laughs> I like water. Anything that involves water. Boating, I'm like, you know. Or when it's or or when like maybe we get together like that festival. Yeah. You know, we were able to go to Miami together, but I know if I didn't if I if I didn't go and a whole bunch of group oh, yeah. of friends were doing like a big trip. Yeah. And then because of work or because I That's got sick. Again, situations. Yeah, yeah. Miami. I mean, I'm I'm upset if I miss out on Miami <laughs> too. I'm mad I'm not going to Vegas. Yeah. Um. So anyway, leading us into friends and missing out, getting into. <clears throat> Don't croak on me over there. You're fine, Oshie. <laughs> God, what's going on? You're going to Vegas. You're going to kick the bucket before you go. Um, so I had sent you guys this thing, the fatal friend flaw theory. Yeah. A long time. I think it was over a month ago. And I kept trying to write it into the show. And we're doing such a big, crazy, wild show. These last two I've tried to tone down a little because we had... I had wild New Year's Eve, wild with Julio and Jason. <laughs> wild <pee> season. <laughs> wild with Lauren, Julio, J, all of us, and you. And then I'm like, okay, we need two, like, toned-down shows. <laughs> I don't know. I like the wild better. <laughs> well, it's you know called the like. wild-style wild network, right? We're going to yeah. get out of this uh, podcast day with a little bit of wild. A little bit of wild. Yes. Yes. We have a lot on deck for the Valentines. I'm really excited. Anyway, fatal friend flaw theory. And I sent it to you guys, and I was like, so basically, I saw it on another podcast, and it's when you are every best friend and close friend you will ever, ever have has a fatal flaw. And if you identify that, and you can choose or choose not to accept it about them, because it's not, a, a, it's not something that's probably going to change ever about this person, right? <sighs> And if you do, you can't be a victim. What was the word they used? A victim of someone else's shortcomings because you've identified it. <sighs> and you can't be triggered by it. Nor, and if you, and the, and then the other final part of the theory says, if you do that and then you're going around bitching to everybody else in the group about that one thing, I'm not talking about situations that come up and everybody has. <clears throat> This is just one. I, I can name about five of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, then 
you should bail out. You need to change the friendship and set them as an acquaintance. Yeah. I mean, I think there's different levels, right? It's just it, the one thing that this person, you're like, yeah. I fucking hate it. It just cracks me up the word fatal, though. It's like, Well, geez, it's like because like, I think what they're saying is they're not going to change it. Yeah, yeah. You've got to either accept it or not yeah. and, and just stop bitching about it and be like, like I have one friend whenever she meets anyone to this day. I don't know if she's like, no, I haven't seen her in a while, but she'll be like, she'll be like, oh, hi, to whoever I introduce her to. And I'm like. Dude, how about, <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? How you doing? What's going or a on? Pleasure to meet like, you. Pleasure to meet you. No, oh, hi. So, anyway, Jess. <laughs> wow, that's great. She's been like that forever. I don't care. And if it's yeah. somebody that I know will take it personal, because I understand. You give them heads up. I do. I give them yeah, heads yeah, up. Yeah. But I love her. She's amazing. And I'm not giving her up as one of my close circle of friends, yeah. but she's always going to be like that. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a couple of, I think there's a couple of things that are like, you know, different levels to it, right? It could be something that's annoying that they always do, but then it could be something that's really like, oh, that really gets on my nerves. Like, so it really I, gets me angry. <laughs> I really tried to think of everyone here, and I couldn't find two. Frankie, I can see, because I want you guys to tell me mine, and it's okay. I can guess mine. I can guess one of mine that you that I only did one, because we don't have to. I only do because there's too many. <laughs> like, you, I mean, me always being late. That's what my one. Can I get a one, one, Frankie, one, one. arrow, late. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she was shocked when she saw me outside. Dude, she was like, I <gasps> said for the first time ever. Now, you met up with me at the same time when he was away. Yeah. And then we saw who the real offender was. It was Frankie, mm-hmm. not you. You're Absolutely. actually an on-time person. Thanks a lot, person. bro. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I, was here before. I was here early. And today I pulled in and I'm like, they're here before me? What is the world is a change in the world? Uh, this is making history right here. And Julio, <laughs> I'm afraid this will offend you because I don't think it's a flaw a flaw like like how you act. Being so adorable. I can't just No, you are that. You're adorable. Too but funny. It drives me it drives me effing nuts that you are so fucking smart. And I want you to stick to, like, concrete plan. I'm like, he's so smart. You're so smart. And I'm just like, you're like you've said it yourself. You're like, I get complacent. That's true. God damn it. And I, I, I have it on video from oh, other I, shows, so oh, you can't even lie. <laughs> and That's it's, me. you are extremely smart, and it, it just ir- irks the fucking shit out of me. That's the same. So, you know what? That's perfect, Jess, because that's the same thing. Now that you said that, yep, that's the thing that annoys me the most about you. And, Jeff, I couldn't think of one. His hair. His hair is too perfect. His hair. What are you talking about? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about my hair. We're saying how you're you're you're, you're flaw because we can't think of one. Oh, you're Look. flawless. Oh, We're Woo-woo. talking about that fatal flaw the that whole friends list. have. Get out the scroll. <laughs> All my issues. I had too I much a... sex. <laughs> I want that to be my flaw. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you I which... want sex to be my I, flaw. I just met. I just met Jeff. Future but... boyfriend. Make sure we bang at least five to ten times a week. Thank you. <laughs> I tell you what mine is when it comes to Jeff. I just met him, but it's he never replies to the text. I just <laughs> Oh yeah. It's because you text my other phone. I, I only text the one you give me. What phone? Well, I only have no. one. No, he has the he has the wild style phone, not my phone. Oh, I shared whatever number I text you on. That's that's not the one that he like I see his text like Cause I'll leave that on my desk, basically. I'll give that, you the right number. Yeah. I don't. I gave him your number. 
I'm, I might no, have. No, that's the uh, other. It's the other. You know who guess. else has a horrible texting flaw theory? And I text him about, like, the show. Ten hours later, freaking Jason. I'm like, okay, are you going to be here at blah, blah, I'm like, uh, hey, he I'm did sorry. say that. He did the give us warning over, on that. The show's over, and it's the next week. Thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think Jason not, means. He's not bad as some people, but. Uh, oh, I, I'm calling yeah. him out. I'll call him out next week to his face yeah. when he a <laughs> worst texter ever. He did tell us that, though. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. when he gave me his number, he did say that. Canterford. So and Frankie, make sure I'll give you my private number. Your real number? Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your real number. Right on there. Yeah, because uh, you were texting me something or paying for ticks or something, and, and it was I had it set up on the other phone. Yeah. That's why you had that number. Oh. Was from you. Okay, got it. You had the business yeah. line. Um, John, to be determined. You get a month, and we'll determine your fate. <laughs> I can tell you what mine are. No, 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 I you send can't. Late text. I you send can't. repetitive texts constantly. He's too damn good. He's always back to back to back to back to back to back Dude, it drives me crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't too, care. I'm the polar opposite. I'm too engaged. That's okay, because if I can't respond, I send him a voice clip, and I'm like, I'll be back in time. Oh, that's her fatal flaw. Jessica's right. voice clip. Jessica's voice text are the fatal flaw for her. That's not a character flaw, because I know that, Frankie, of all the times I call ranting and raving, I know you've got to have, I want an actual flaw for me, an actual one. You're too cheap. <laughs> Guys, for the listeners yeah. out there, I am not cheap at all. That offends me. <laughs> I'll never cheap. Did you hear about that, Jeff, when I threw the crown against the window at CJ Finn's because he was so drunk? He goes, you, what did you say? You nickel and diving cheap bitch. Wow. Like, Damn, I was blacked out drunk. It was after the New I Year's know, episode. That was the night that I cut everybody off. Yeah, yeah. With, God, with good God. reason, obviously. And yeah. I obviously, thought, yeah. I'm helping Millie over here and him over here, and I don't know where the fuck you were. Exactly. And literally, Frankie is in my face. You cheap nickel and diving bitch. Meanwhile, I'm trying to sit, help everybody. I took the crown. I went. Bam! Because I was gonna punch. <laughs> I knew exactly um, where that was all headed. That's why I was like, "It's time to go. This show is over. <laughs> this show is over. Get the fuck out." You were like, "Jeff, can we do another hour?" He's I like, know. "No." Yeah. When Hell everybody, no. oh, look at Osh. When everybody started going, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" Yeah. I guess Carrie Ann can't call in on on the show. Do you, the phone lines up, right? She was gonna call in during. Uh, the fatal, uh, oh, look at it. Oh, she, baby. A he's shaking because he's John's just not paying attention, apparently. No, no, I'm making sure. <coughs> yeah, I'm phone making... lines are up on no one. Okay. Well, yep. she was going to try to call in um, uh, to talk about because I said the other thing. Oh, what's my flaw? Okay. All right, go ahead. All right, it, it's the one, and we've discussed this, is how you always put people on a pedestal when you first meet them, like, you, you instantly, like, put them up there, and then, obviously, they let you down. They fall from grace. Yes, they fall from, <laughs> the fall from grace is huge, and then you get so the upset. The fall from grace is short and swift. Yeah, and then you get super upset, and I'm like, oh, you could avoid that. Yes, people should stop sucking on purpose. <laughs> so just like, whoa, 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 just context, please. Yeah, context. <laughs> context when you say those words. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, we talked about it. I don't want to bore the audience. Yeah. We talked about it. I know I do. But I've been better. I'm, be I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> I so really am trying. The pedestal's lower now. And no, I'm just trying to keep them here until they earn the access. It's it's hard for me. Yeah, it's I hard know. For me, but yes. I'm trying. 
Come on, can you just say I'm a bitch or something? I know I'm a bitch. <laughs> I'm a kind person. You I... care too damn much, Jess. Too loving. Oh, God. You need a little bit more bitchy in you. No, no. You know what, though? I'm not a bitch to people that don't know me. I think Jeff and I, didn't we talk about this? I'm just very honest with people. People uh, always want honesty, but then when you say it, Jeff and I talk about this all the time because he's very honest. And I, like, when Jeff and I oh. speak, I know how to handle it because I'm the same way. Or I'll be like, Jeff, are you being serious right now? <laughs> like, Okay, so- I got another one. I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's like, it's, but it's not like it's, like, really horrible things. You know, it's like, Something that can be annoying. It's not really like, oh, my God, what a flaw. Um, how when we're out, Jessica always wants, like, the level of fun to match hers. You know, like, why are these people so boring over here? You know, they play yeah. some music and this and that. And I'm like, that's their type of fun, Jessica. Hold on. No, 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 It can't always be, like, dancing and music. No, no. You know? We were out, and I'm not going to say where because it was local. And I'm like, why are these people being so boring? <laughs> I... Hold on. I've heard that phrase before. Yeah, but also when I invite, when I told you, hey, you should come to to hang out and we'll just you know dinner and drinks and kind of like maybe bar crawl a little bit. She's like, that sounds boring. <laughs> like we need music. <laughs> it's like that's it's not always, true. It's always gonna be music. Hold on, that's not fair because I came over, watched football, we ate pizza, we had a great day, we had fun, we watched a movie. I'm all about that, right? Yeah. But if I'm out, I'm I'm not trying to sit and eat foods all night and <laughs> and then listen to soapbox music that's coming out of the speaker or whatever you people elevator music so box music is it care hello yeah you're so rude i was i was waiting for the cue i thought oh. there was going to be a cue like I, I didn't know if i was i was waiting i was like i was I, I've, I've been watching it i'm on my couch with popcorn i was waiting for the right time and then you just called me out it was so rude you can get me back in in the episode Rico. ended and carrie ann's still waiting yeah, i was like excuse me i've been here the whole time <laughs> i've been in the is that, her, is that her fatal flaw <laughs> what's my fatal flaw carrie it's the cue i want to hear this uh... <laughs> she's like i got about 10 but no you- i'm like i have to like that you can accept, that you can accept, and we'll always be friends. Carrie Ann's for me would be uh, she throws fits, and when Carrie Ann like gets upset, is like two year old tantrum, and I'm just like, well, oh, I'm goes such Karen. a little very bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm very bratty, yeah. I think maybe sometimes, well, maybe this like coincides with me being a brat. Like if we're out and you're having a really good time and I'm not having as good of a time as you, then you'll get annoyed. But then I get more annoyed at you. No, because you want every you want like you want everyone to be on the same energy level as you and feel you'll be like, stop being a loser. I want to dance. And I'll be like, no, I'm sad. Said, Boom. This is exactly what I say. <laughs> yep, see Carrie Ann just Yeah, you'll be like, stop being stop being boring and I'll be like, I wanna be and like but then we just, yeah, it's both of our and, flaws, like, <laughs> butting heads. <laughs> but 80% of the time, you end up turning back up, and we always have the best time. I feel like. I feel most times. Yeah, I truly am, like, the, I truly am, like, the Snickers. Like, I just need, like, something, and then I flip <laughs> to be nice. <laughs> oh, my God, I freaking love her. Okay, let me put, let me write that down. <laughs> Carry snacks in my pocket for Carrie Ann. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Food, like the food, yeah, food really does change my mood for sure. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like. Uh, why is there a baby? Oh, he's, did you hear the baby noise? Kid? Oh, because he fits. He does fits. Yeah, that scared me. So Carrie Ann and I. So I was saying, um, I was getting to the point of like sometimes with friends, you know, everybody has to walk away, come back together. But I think, oh. especially girls, think it's final. And Carrie Ann and I didn't talk from what, March to what September care. Yeah, something like that, yeah. And it's all personal. I'm not going to talk about it on the air. And nothing horrible happened. <laughs> but I don't think there was ever a doubt in our minds that we were going to be friends. We both love each other so much. We just needed, like, once again, like on we say about all relationships, commu- lack of communication. I wasn't communicating what bothered me. She wasn't communicating what bothered her. But now I feel like... Our friendship is better than ever, and we're going to Puerto Rico together next week. I know. I'm so jealous. <laughs> so, I'm so excited. I have, like, a Pinterest page of all the photos <laughs> I'm going to make you take. I'm so excited. Oh, God. She tells me today I'm on a walk with her. She, she's like, I have Google Earth up looking at the places we're staying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm but so... make sure you have that 100% level of energy and the whole trip. Yeah. yeah, but I think I've kind of, I've kind of, um, I don't want to say I've calmed down because I don't think I'll ever calm down. Yeah. But I've kind of come to a place where as much as I want to be turned up, I also value sitting, chilling by the pool or having a dinner and sitting and having talks a lot now, too. I think I've changed a little bit, especially in the last year. So I think Carrie and I will match. Yeah. But we, when we go hard, Carrie and I are, are twin flames on the dance floor. <laughs> Dude, on my birthday was yeah, she, we can you know, but I um, oh god, scares <laughs> <laughs> me. We were head banging together. I feel like any time no, but like ugh, when I walk in Darna, I just like like the feral side like turns on. It's something in the air. I don't know. It scares me. I love you, Care. We're going to go feral a few times, and we're going to have the friends that we're with go feral as well. They need to have more fun. We're going to make them turn yeah, up. We'll be the true. tame ones. Well, I love you, baby. I'm going to jump off because I'm going to finish up, but I love you, and I can't wait for next week, and you're going to call in on our Valentine's uh, our Valentine's episode, if you can. If you yeah, can. and I guess I won't I won't wait for the cue. I you guess just call with I didn't. <laughs> I was I was literally like I was I was waiting for like a moment. I've been watching, <laughs> and then you're like, "Well, he didn't call in." I was like, "You're so rude." <laughs> so I immediately start like I immediately start like dialing the number. I was so offended. I was like, "Damn it, I'm I calling." I d- if you listen back, when you listen back, I just said, "Oh, I guess Care's not calling." I didn't mean it bad, babe. I promise. I get it. No. I know. No, I don't care. I thought it was funny. So I was like, oh, you you, you think I missed calling? I'm calling. Oh, hell I'm no. coming. <laughs> oh, I love yeah, you I was like, so excuse much. me. Carrie Ann was like, wait until I eat my <laughs> snack. I'm going to call her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, a fistful deep of popcorn. I'm like, fine, I'm calling. <laughs> I fucking love her. I told her today, I wish you'd come on. She's like, I'm kind of a fear of it. And I'm like, she will just... Oh, God. It's going to be awesome when you finally get, get the guts. I'm going to convince you in Puerto Rico. <laughs> All right, babe, We can gonna, do like an Insta Live. We'll do an Insta Live, and I'm going to pop off so we can finish up our final subject, and I love you so, so much. Love you. Love you Great babe. time, y'all. All right, baby. Bye. 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 I love her so much. 
See, she was right with she. She it pretty is. much agreed with what I said. I I think I just want everybody to have fun. Yeah. I, I do because I enjoy life at such a level, especially um, when it involves music. It, fair enough, but I always enjoy everything. Everything I I just I cherish life. I, I it sounds so cliche, but when I experience something, I ex- even when we're sitting here. Or if I'm on the phone with Jeff or I'm talking to John or you, like, I'm experiencing that, and I don't know how to describe that. So when we're out, I want you to feel the music and have fun and have the best time because it might be the last time you have the best time. And you don't know that. <laughs> I know. You don't know that, though, I know, guys. but I'm not going to think that either. You I don't know. think it, but. Yellow. Yellow. Whatever. All right, fuck it. Anyway, love Carrie Ann. Can't wait to get her on it. Can you imagine, Jeff, the, the, time, the questions Jeff will have for her because she's just. Oh, God, she's hilarious. Dude, dude you'll love Carrie. <laughs> I'm loving her already. She's she's awesome. She's just awesome. And we're going to vlog from um, – I bought another thing today. We're going to vlog from uh, Puerto Rico. So I'm going to get her in the role of, like, getting in front of the camera, and then she won't be afraid. And I, I just – she's my little – I'm so proud of her and just love her to death. So, all right, John, do I have ten minutes? Okay, I'm good to go because we want to talk about do single moms get judged more harshly? But I want to play this clip about it, it comes from perspective. Jennifer Aniston on the morning show. I don't know what season it is because I don't watch it, but I do watch clips from it. And it, I think it sets up just how intense motherhood is, especially single motherhood. If you have that clip, John. And it's coming. It's coming. Oh, my body! I broke my fucking vagina with a big fucking head of yours! And I had to be surgically sewn back together. I bet you didn't know that, did you? Oh, these things do happen. It's an intense clip. The producer's getting overwhelmed. Okay, then I will leave. Videos. Go share it with America. They'll take care of you. Oh, fuck you, kid! Fuck you! Did you really just say that? Yeah, I did. I just said fuck you. And I mean, how fucking dare you? After all that I have done and all that I have given to you, my life, my love, my body, I broke my fucking vagina with a big fucking head of yours. And I had to be surgically sewn back together. I bet you didn't know that, did you? Oh, and if you sting with your father... After all these years of him driving me insane with his condescending my loves, he talked to me like I was a fucking five-year-old, and I am sick of it. I am sick of it. I, I, I want happiness. I earn happiness. I'm a human being, Lizzie. And you know what else you can do, bitch, at me about my career? Little Miss done so progressive. Yes, I worked my ass off to get where I am. And I wanted it. I wanted to be something. I wanted to mean something in this world. I didn't know that was a fucking crime. Life isn't perfect, okay, baby? We don't get everything we want. You're young, you know? Go make the life that you want. You see how fucking easy it is. And stop bitching and complaining and blaming me. And you get your own fucking pizza. My pizza. My pizza. I earned this shit. Fuck you, mom. Fuck you. The reason I played that, and it was a little long, when I first saw that as a mom, as a single mom, obviously Nico's dad's a mom. I don't mean, because 
sometimes I think we think single, no dad involved, but uh, you know, that I can't tell you the overwhelming. I mean, I cried the first time I saw, I saw it a while ago and I know every mom, especially single moms on the planet feels that with every bit of their being. And and what I proposed a question on Facebook because it came up to us. One of our guys goes, well, what about women that are out? And then they post, uh, they're with their kids the next day. And I'm like, what about it? Yeah. But then my wheels started turning because I hear this all the time. And so I put a question out there. Do single moms get judged more harshly than married moms? Um or are single dads when they go out and also do they get judged how they go out and a couple I, I do want to give the women props before we go down the road with the conversation of one said you know yes absolutely as a single mom I got judged I also got judged because bartending was my career and people yelled at me as if I left my kids home unattended why I'm just trying to bust my ass to put a it's on Facebook to put a roof uh, food on the table. Do they think that I left my kids unattended. It was what I could do at the time. Yeah. And how dare anybody? Like, I, if somebody said that to me, fuck all the way off and please never let me see you again. Because to have the full responsibility as a woman, because women, we feel and feel like we have to own and do everything when we are by ourselves. There is no mitigating anything else as it comes to our child. Men think different. It's how we're made. Men provide, but all the other stuff, it, it, I, I know it's different just because I've seen it, right? It it's, doesn't take away from dad's moms. They're stronger in other areas. The other thing <clears throat> that was said um, was by a guest we have often on the show, um, and I think, you know, there's so much, and that clip goes back to it when you're a single mom of, like, I got to make sure they eat. I got to spend time with them. I got to, the house has to be clean. I got to work full time. I got to, is insurance paid? Do they need to go to the doctor? Did we pay the daycare bill? Did we blah, 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 And you're doing that solo. Or maybe you get help. Maybe you get child support. I don't know. Maybe you get a break because you have a custody agreement. Maybe you don't. And we don't know what all those things are in the background, correct? When people are going out. And her point was, we just need a break. And how we take a break shouldn't be judged now before we go down the road let's compartmentalize there will always be ratchet people there'll be people without their priorities correct correct and it's a fair statement to make nobody's saying that but i'm talking generally speaking i think i think most parents do try really hard they do the best they can with their skill set or their emotional intelligence or how they were raised remember we're all products of environment trying to do better than our parents or the same or, you know, whatever that is for us. So I want to make that clear. Um, my opinion, absolutely, absolutely single women get judged, moms, I'm sorry, for going out, how they go out, 100% more harsh than men. Did you see her? She was out last night. Oh, my God, where are her kids? First of all, I was judged. I'll tell you, back when I went out to D.C. a lot, uh, before my last relationship, I was judged. You don't know my custody agreement. You don't know the conversation you don't was going on. You don't know if my son, had, more of his friends were over there. So I had him at the, you don't know. You also did not ask me. I, I, I mean, for 
five last year, Nika was at my house five days a week, and then we switched because as is, you know, high school years. My ex-husband and I were very good at round-robining how we did that. Were there times we were conflicted? Was there a time when I know I was not the best mom in the world? <clears throat> Fuck yeah. We all know when we're not being a good sort as parents. We all know. And I, I apologize to the kid, and he's like, Mom, you were, you were fine. I was like, no, 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 at that point. But that was far before I was being judged or going back out in D.C., right? And I use the example of this only because I had I, I had owned houses in suburbia when I was married and this and that and then stayed out that way. And, you know, let I mean, just use women would go as a group, let's say 12, 1 o'clock in the afternoon out to wineries, right? Get shit-faced, not judging, by all means, have your fun. Married, single, whatever, come home, they're still shit-faced. They got their kids there, you know, maybe the single ones have grandma, maybe they're at grandma's, whatever. But they went out and got drunk. So maybe I spent all day with my kids, or maybe not because I didn't have them. And I, my idea of fun is I want to go see this DJ downtown in D.C. This is my idea of good fun, a good time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess, I think we have a caller. Oh, so, we do? Yeah. Hi, this is Jess. Who am I talking to? You're talking to John. What's happening, y'all? What's up, Julio? What's hey, up, Hank? John. Hey, John. Let me, fin- up, Jeff? Let me finish my What's point. Up? Let me finish my point here. Stay on with me. Go ahead. But so because I choose to go out differently, and I always had to get home. So I back then, especially because you know maybe I did have Nico the next day, but I, I had different priorities. My son was a lot younger. Now he's in college, and and I would get the worst things said about me. I had things said on Facebook to me, and I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Sometimes where points may be valid. First of all, it's none of your fucking business. Yeah. It, it's none of your business. Um, and I think parents that go out differently as well, so let's, or married couples, and there are parents, if they don't do what people think is acceptable now, oh, they must be going down there and doing bad things, this, 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 this. Assumptions are not true or not. What are you doing at, at XYZ? What, why is it different? Go ahead, John. Sorry about that. No, it's all right. Go off. It's I'm done. I go just ahead, wanted to finish thing. the thought. How y'all doing tonight? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Y'all having a great show tonight, man. Um, I'm finally glad I got some time. You no know, UVA game night, so I tuned in and seen what's going on. Um, talking about, we was talk, I see y'all talking about the uh, fatal flaws. Uh, you know what? My fatal flaw is probably I care probably too much. Oh, so you're going to like what Frankie said in about me. Where, yeah, in situations where I should, like, leave it alone, I'm like, nah, I can fix it. That's probably my, my fatal flaw is probably, nah, I can fix it. I think you know what I mean? I think that's a lot like, of people. Like, I think that's very a uh, male thing, too. Men are fixers by nature. Women yeah. are nurturers. Um, so men, when especially with women, if they see something, they're like, I, whether it's a problem or this or that, I can fix I can fix it for her, right? Men, I think, or women, is I can fix him because we're nurturers. So big difference. But I never think there's a time to care too much, John. However, what I've learned in the last two years and talk about, I think it's important to set boundaries because if you care too much and then get mad but didn't set the boundaries, then it's kind of on you. And I own that in myself too, right? But where does the boundaries come when it comes to family, though? Uh, 
like a brother, like like, Amen, like brother. a brother or a sister uh, that I like can, have an addiction. I mean, I, I where's where's the bear? I I, I think. John, if you want me to bring that up about addiction and family and talk about, I've set boundaries with, not with addiction in my family. Sorry, I don't want to confuse the yeah. two of my family's ability. Like, what the hell? Um, I've had to set boundaries with the people closest to me, and it's made our relationship better. Now, when you're talking uh, with, you know, uh, substance abuse, I, I think that's a huge, huge subject to take on. Um, and I'd happy to go back and message with you on Facebook about that. Um, and maybe we can plan, you know, moving forward a show on that because that, that is something I would plan. I would not just spew out information to you, but I'm happy to message tomorrow on Facebook with you about my thoughts on that because I've helped people with that. Yeah, on another note, I like what is Cage Zilla, uh, February 24th? Am I correct? Yep. And then I'm going to have to let you go, John. Cage Zilla is I February 24th. Uh, DMV's longest. I will be in the building. Excellent. For everybody here that's listening, I get to meet all y'all finally for the first time. Yes. So it's going to be awesome. So, yep, February 24th. Hold on, John. DMV's longest running and most successful MMA promotion. So please (laughs) come out for that. Hey, John, I'm going to have to let you go because I'm going to finish this up and we got to wrap soon, okay? Yeah. Make sure that you introduce me. Hey, everybody, stay out there tonight. We're going to buy you a drink that night. Hey, hey, y'all stay safe, and I'll holler at y'all later. Much love. Thank you, John. I always appreciate your call. Down in the building. So, Frankie, I, I don't want to table this, but I think it's a lot, mm-hmm. and I want to get to just promoing uh, for Valentine's and uh, a couple of funny things that people got as gifts. Um, I, I, I just think people aren't thinking through when they're judging women for going out. But go ahead. I, I, so the thought I'll say is this. I think it has to do a lot with the roles that we play in the family, right? Yeah. That the, the father has, was always the one that was out there going to work, right? So they were they always were away from the kids, quote, unquote. And then the mom was always the one holding down the home front. Yep. So when you're the mom taking care of the kids, and I guess you're seen out there you know, partying, having fun, it almost seems as like you're being irresponsible. So I think the roles we played in the past leads to you judging that way. With, I agree. I actually agree. I think that's a well thought out thought. (laughs) A well put together thought. Where I don't agree is, you know, with modern day social media, all these things, right? I mean, obviously things have changed so much. I mean, we are talking and, and I think we still play those roles. That doesn't mean I have my kid this week and then we rotate weekends. You have no clue what, again, compartmentalizing the people that just don't, will never have their priorities straight or do not. Yeah. Big difference. But you don't know what's going on in that. To, and to just trash a woman, I was judged and trashed for partying in DC. I'm like, I literally like was fine, drove home. I had half the day with them and went and got my kid. Like, no, or, I agree I with that. Ha- or I didn't have them until Monday. Like, yeah. I, I, like we're, we're, and it's, it's unfair because when I see single dads out or I see married guys that have kids, fair enough. Yeah. It's like, dude, glad you got away. Glad you're coming out, whether they're single or not. And it's like, oh, where are your kids to women? Yeah. Where's Nico? I got asked that so much. I don't know. Do you want me to drop him at your house? Where Where is he? Yeah. Why are you asking me this at, at Echo Stage or on Facebook? In, in, 
Like, I, I don't know. I think... I'm just saying, so what I said was just giving it a little reason why the mentality, it doesn't mean it's right. No, you're correct. I, I like your, your answer. I'm well, not dogging the, it. Well, the family structure has changed, right? Back in the day, most families stay together, right? Now it's like a lot of single parents. Correct. Right? So, you know, the, if the mom is there, provi- the mom has always been a provider. The mom, I, I, look, my mom was a single mom for, for a while. I used to be, it was just my mom and I for a yeah. while. And I remember all the f- sacrifices that woman made. Yeah. You know, and I admire her for that, you know. But at the same time, it's like what yeah, a woman can't take a break from, from you know, all the hard work that she puts Look, in. It, like for yeah. her, like taking a breather yeah. and going out with some friends and having some drinks and partying, you know. All of a sudden, it's like, well, and, then when, and then all of a sudden, she's married, and she's like, I'm going for a girls' night. And now you're, everybody's like, oh, that's so great. You got a girls' night. Why was it any different when I had a girls' night? When, like, it, it, anyway. I've had guy. I'm going to say this real quick. I have, I've had guy friends who I've actually shouted out. Like, we've been partying late at night, and I'll be like, hold on a sec. Didn't you just have a kid? Like, yeah. why are you out here? Like, we could party any time of the day. Your wife just gave birth. You should, <laughs> you should be over there, like, yeah. with your baby and your yeah. wife. Yeah. So I'll say this in final thought. And like everything else, we'll tie it back in at some point. Uh, There's always so much more to say. But be gracious to women. God, women, and not because I am one, but because I am one. (laughs) But we are the most, but I love my fellow women. Like, we're such special creatures. We we have the biggest hearts. We want to let loose, too. And that doesn't make us all these horrible things. And it, it hurts us. It really hurts women. And then people are like, why do they get cold? Because... We were never meant to be treated this way, yeah, ever. So just be kind and easier on them. Or what if you do think they're overdoing it? Pull them aside and be like, hey, maybe not my business, but it's better than trashing them. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm going to say a few words and then we'll wrap. So Valentine's PSA, guys, to the ladies. So I was super into it in my 20s. One of my exes, not my most current before I, I don't want anybody to get in trouble. <laughs> One of my exes, he was just the best gift giver and flowers and all of that. And I was into it. And, and um, now in my later years, I'm just not. I think it's great. I, don't say me wrong. I'm, den- I'm not denying flowers and gifts. <laughs> but I'm not like, I don't need that. Does that make sense? Yeah. My favorite part always, and I'll we'll talk about this more, on our Valentine's special was the card. I would forgo all gifts if I got a nice handwritten card. My favorite would be the gym, a card, workout together, a dinner, takeout, and a movie, and lots of fucking sex. <laughs> that would be perfect for me. I don't like the fancy smancy. But I do want to say this, especially to young girls out there. It's not like I hear the meme, he should treat you like that every day. Well, of course. Okay. We know that, guys. Obviously. Obviously. But remember that gifts don't validate love. They don't say this was what love means. It's a gift. It's a thing. It's tangible. It doesn't mean I love you. Make sure you're loved. Funniest gifts people have gotten that they listed today. Really quick, John, and then I will wrap. Um, uh, one was handcuffs, of course. Standard. <laughs> I wonder why. One was a restraining order. Oh. One was divorce. These are all from Facebook. One was divorce paper. I'm oh, like, that's God. cold. But my favorite one, and I don't know if you guys will find this funny. This chick got a paper shredder. From her boyfriend because he was afraid people would steal her identity. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? What? Uh. 
Anyway, guys, please tune in next week for our Valentine's yes, Day special. Super special episode. We have Megan and Megan and Jason and John and Jeff and Frankie and Oshie and Julio.